Hey Andy, Nim's here. Thanks for tuning into the Hey Andy's podcast by Burma and Jen. If you're hearing this, you're currently not tuned into our subscriber feed and will only hear a portion of the episode. To subscribe, head over to brymerandjohn.com or click the link in the podcast description for more information. I look forward to welcoming you to our community where you'll find full episodes and other exclusive content. Honestly, man, it's lit. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hey Andy's podcast, a marketing, business development and strategy podcast for multi-hyphenates, people who are this and that folk, my infinite potentials people, people who I like to call Andes. To find out more about the Andy world and what I do, head on over to brianrandjohn.com where you can book a one-to-one session with me, join the community or just browse our resources. Right, let's get into it. So today we'll be talking, we'll be looking at Instagram and doing a quick audit of four Instagram accounts. The goal is to discuss the traps where people can easily go wrong on Instagram. So essentially, an audit is an inspection of your accounts. You analyse and think, okay, what can be improved here? What's working well? What's working not so well? What do we need to change all together? It's an objective look at what you're creating and determining how that works for you or against you. So what I'm going to be doing today in order to make this as beneficial as possible is I'm going to audit four accounts. I'll try to provide a description and some context and provide you as much information as possible, but I'll be keeping those accounts anonymous. Let me know if this was beneficial to you in any way and if I should keep on doing these audits or if you would rather I um, do audits of accounts with permission. Therefore, I can give you the ads and you guys can check it out as I talk. Um, I somehow suspect that would be more beneficial, but it's really hard to get people to submit their accounts for reviews and audits. But if you would like to submit your account for a review, hit me up, send me a message on the community, send me, um, uh, drop me a DM, send me an email with your account details and just write, I would like to be audited. And I will give you a quick audit of your account over the podcast or wherever best um, is for this. Inshallah, we've got to add that because we're Muslims and everything is by the will of God. So to start, we're auditing account. We basically, um, okay, cool. My bad, I was a bit confused there. Basically, when we're auditing an account, we want to see if the message of that account is very clear. So there's two main ways that we can do an audit. You can do a quick, um, like a five minute audit where you just look at the account and you give like, you know, quick snapshot um, bullet point feedback or, um, and the way I normally work ordinarily is that you're given a brief and a description of the account, what they're trying to do, what their, you know, the business, what their goals are. And then you match the social media accounts to the description of the business and the objectives and you then measure to see that if you're doing what you're saying you should do. For this, today's audit, I do not have any uh, briefs about these accounts. This is just me looking at their account and doing a review so everyone can do this. And something I recommend everyone to do all the time, literally just open up your favourite accounts and look at it and think, what's working well for this account from what I understand about this account is it doing what they say they're doing is this the objective that I think they have is this what they're trying to achieve is it clear um what's what not working so well what would I change what would I do differently what do I like about this account that's basically it um do a mood board pull the information together collect all of that and make your decision um um I wouldn't say make a decision sorry pull a review cool 
So there's a very big difference between a personal account and a business account. Personal accounts, essentially, you can post whatever you want. You are pretty much just creating content or doing whatever you want to do for yourself. Your goal is to satisfy yourself. So with personal accounts, people often use it to update or document their memories, share information with their friends and family and update them on what's going on, connect with friends and use it to stay in contact with certain groups or certain circles of interests. So essentially with a personal account, there's really no one to stop you from doing whatever the hell you want to do, right? It's just up to you. You can use profanities, you can post, um, you know, restricted nudes if you want to. Like, I don't think there is, except for like the guidelines of the platform and the people who created the platform, no one really can stop you from posting whoever you want. And you're not really posting anything with anyone else in mind. You're literally just posting what you want to post essentially. Um, So I shouldn't say no one can stop you because on a business account, no one can stop you either. Um, but you have more restrictions, I would hope. So you can assume with um, personal accounts that the target audience aren't really third parties or strangers. It's more people they know and the people within their circle, people who at least have one degree of separation between them. With businesses or creative accounts, one of the key stakeholders in your account is your audience, the consumers, the people that interact with your content. So a certain amount of your content needs to be satisfying them in order to keep them coming back. It needs to be engaging. And a way to do that is to ensure that from the jump, when one new person follows you, because as you know, you have different phases of interaction, you have the audience that Um, the audience group who've just met you and don't know who you are and don't know much about you and may not know what you do and you have the existing audiences people that have been with you for a while they know what you're about they know what you do they have some sort of idea about you so essentially from the moment they join you and when they start following you you are engaging and you are interacting and you have um, an onboarding process for new followers So these two groups of people need to be satisfied at all times. So new people need to be able to understand who you are, what you're doing, especially at a glance, because that's something that's going to determine if they're going to follow you or not. Um, Basically, just think judging a book by its cover. We're often told not to judge a book by its cover, but then we still do. You look at a book and you think, hmm, am I going to read this book based on what the cover says? You might flip over, read the blurb and then decide. But most times you're more likely, you're you're definitely going to judge a book by its cover and you're even more likely to read a book based on referrals if someone else has told you to read the book. Um, so, yeah, think judging a book by its cover when you're thinking of new people and existing people need to be able to keep on benefit you need to be able to keep on providing benefit and they need to keep on finding you engaging so what some people tend to do and we all sometimes make this mistake too is they start to focus on satisfying their existing audiences only because to be honest it's a lot easier you're more familiar with them they continuously interact with you they've been around for a while and it's much easier to continue to talk to people that you already know it's a lot harder to network with new people and we all know what it's like to be thrown into a room where everyone is a stranger and they're like quick make friends Whew. It's not something I want to be doing anytime soon. (laughs) People who are used to it will do this faster. They'll quickly build rapport because they're engaged and they have those social skills, especially if it's something that they do quite often. On social media, you also have to build and maintain that level of interaction from the jump in order to make sure that the new people are always engaged. 
For example, you have people that are always welcoming new people, always introducing themselves, they're always making it clear what they do and they mean they remain approachable. So you might see a couple of accounts that every so often, whenever they hit a new milestone, they'll roll out the whole, hi, new guys, nice to meet you. My name's this, 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 I do this, this, this. This is what I'm so about, I'm so glad to have you here. Drop a comment below, let's talk and let's get to know each other. Onboarding is a really, really important process and it's something that we can integrate in all aspects of social. So be it Twitter, be it Instagram, be it TikTok, whatever platform you're on, it's always good to stop and say hey to your new followers every now and then. You might find on Twitter, you might see the occasional, um, to everyone that just followed me for that tweet that went viral, please know that I often tweet wreck and I'm always misbehaving. So don't think that that's my usual brand. Also, everyone that just followed me because of my professional tweets, understand that that's one in the blue moon. People like to reintroduce themselves to ensure that the people who are meeting them know who they're meeting at any given point. You don't want to just keep on going, keep on going. New followers are following you. You're not saying hello to them. I'm terrible at this, but I've made a mental note myself to keep on improving. Whenever someone does it, I'm always like, oh, you smart, that's good. Because it's really, it really, really helps if you um, break the ice, you reach out first and you start engaging with them. And it makes it, in my opinion, harder for them to, harder for people to unfollow because you've built some sort of rapport. They feel like you recognize them. Um, but yeah, nothing can hold back someone if, you're, if your content is invaluable to them. So don't think just by, just, just by saying hello alone, people are gonna stick around because no, when they're tired, they will go. Right, let's get into it. The purpose of today is to um, audit these accounts. So I have four accounts here, two business accounts and two fashion influence accounts. We will start with the business account. Just one secondo, guys. Right, so the business account we'll refer to as account one from here on out. And Let's go. So the business account literally has only one line in their bio and a link. That's it. And the one line in their bio is a title of their latest project and the link is the link to that latest project. That's the only thing in their bio. So there is an assumption that if you are here on their page, you already know what they do. So people who don't introduce themselves are people that already think everyone knows who they are. Like Jay-Z walks into a building and he may not say, hello, I'm Jay-Z. Whereas I think they do because it's just good manners, right, to introduce yourself. But hey, people who introduce themselves already have some sort of assumption that you know who they are or they don't think that they need to introduce themselves to you. Right. They may think that you might find about out about you might find out who they are just by observing. Right. That's an assumption that people make. So there's an assumption that you already know them and there's no need to introduce themselves. This brand has gone the other route by just putting the link to their latest project and the bio and the um and the title of their latest project in their bio. So that's another message that could be saying, this is the most important thing that you need to know right now. So if you're coming, this is the only thing you need to know on this page. Um I'm in two minds about this because we know that Instagram doesn't allow people to do many links, which is why people have had link trees and stuff like that. So that bio is prime real estate. You can use it to introduce yourself or you can use it to point directly to the message that you want people to get from you 
instantly. So I'm in two minds and I'm not necessarily decided on whether this is a good move or a bad move, but I definitely see the pros and cons of both sides. Putting uh, the message straight into your bio, because that's one of the first places people look when they go onto your page. They're looking into your bio, especially newbies. Even people that have been on your account several times, they will glance at your bio. So putting your most important call to action, the most important message in your bio there with the link directly below. I may increase conversions. I would try test it out, to be honest. I have no... um, I, I have no uh, evidence for this, but again, like I said, I'm in two minds about this. I'm not 100% mad at it and I'm not 100% for it. It is something that I probably will be testing out shortly to see if it works and if it does increase conversions. And then if it does, I'll just be like, Psh, do what it do, baby. <laughs> because there are other methods of um, introducing yourself, like your highlights. Um, so not having a bio in that space um, doesn't explain who they are or what they do. You literally just have to go off of what you're seeing. However, it may imply that the message is more important than who they are and what they do, right? So again, we're on the fence, we're not too sure. Their highlights, however, do give you some insight into who they are and what they do. And that they have the um, in the highlights, they have news, video and music tour. Um, so it kind of gives you an idea uh, about what they do. Like they must be a music brand or a tour brand or something because those are the things that they've felt needed to be in their highlights. So those are the things that are clearly important to them. Those are their pillars. So it does give you a bit of an idea. You can start piecing the information together. But if you have no clue who they are from the jump, this bio, this highlight, none of it really gives you information on who they are. This account is very clearly an account that's just for updating people with necessary information. We can glean that from what we're seeing. Um, And so these are for people that are probably already in their community. Nothing from this account is screaming um, here for discovery, here for new followers, here for onboarding new followers, here for growing or building a new community. It's very clearly much for updating their existing community. And that is very clear from the way they've positioned themselves on this account. So the latest topic, the latest post is a thank you for an award. They've just won. The post before that is an update of something that's happened with them, with someone in the team the post before that is a clip from a video it's literally just updates and news and things about what's going on just keeping you up to speed um they don't have any call to actions there's no there's no uh click the link in the bio there's no um join us or you know very little read more there's no lesson no message of the sorts this is literally just the latest news that i've been saying and they do that very well actually it's very clear that you're following this account. If you're following this account, you're following this account for the latest news um, and the updates. So that objective is pretty clear. Like it couldn't be clearer. <laughs> it's very clear. Um, and it's very much the latest news of the various different people that they work with. Um, each person is tagged under. You're told where necessary, where to find more information. But it's not about building community. This is very, very clear. This is just, this person's done this. That person's done this, this person's gone here, this person's going here. These are the information you need to know. If you want more information, you can go into these people's individual accounts, but here we just update you on what's going on. Um, And that finally is one thing that I really like about this brand. This brand is very clear on their objective and the purpose 
of this particular Instagram page. There's no confusion. There's no mess. There's no trying to do too many things. There's no different types of content formats. There's no uh, production company building a YouTube. There's no listen to this, this. There's no, it's pretty much just pointing you to whatever's necessary. So that I'm assuming the bio changes with the title that they're pushing or the project that they're pushing. And then the link changes with the project that they're pushing. And that's all they have a focus on. So they change it as and when needed is their bio is not static it's consistently changing and everything is just more so about here's what you need to know this is what this page is for so they let the individual accounts or the individual products that have maybe their own accounts they let them do the work um and they let them do whatever they want over in their pages and everyone seems to have their own instagrams um, and everyone has their own accounts and they're not really trying to create a community. They're not trying to talk to you. They're not trying to develop more bonds. They're just like, here, this is the latest information. This is what you need to watch. This is what you um, where you need to go. These are the latest things that are happening. These are the news and the updates. It's a full bulletin board. And in my opinion, it's a fantastic bulletin board. We'll go into the content. So the image is the images are quite striking. You can still tell that there's someone running this account. It's not someone just updating. There's someone that is intentionally putting this content out here. Um, there seems to be a, a, a clear presence of a social media manager that handles this page because you can tell from the images that are selected, the images are engaging, um, that it's not text heavy. So some other accounts that are similar to this and who have a sim that have a similar purpose or objective as this account, um, they tend to have a lot of text all over their account, all over their pages. Um, and when you're using your account to update people, you would assume that putting text on your images and putting the message there is a good way to let people know because, you know, posters and stuff like that. But it ends up being very text heavy. Um, and this account is not text heavy and they've not used social media. They've not used their uh, prime real estate, the content, the image in that manner. Um, in my opinion, this, this leaves the... This leaves the account a lot clearer, a lot minimal, leaves it mess-free, clutter-free. And they've this particular account have left their announcements and the bulk of the information they need to give you to the caption. So if you want to more, know more, you'll read the caption, but they'll only ever put um, engaging pictures, pictures of the person they're talking about. Um, very rarely do they put posters or heavily designed graphics. All their images are pictures where you can see someone. They use video a lot and there's a clear branding and aesthetic. One font is used consistently throughout. And um, this is another reason why I really love their feed. The moment you go through their feed, you understand immediately what this feed is for. You also understand um, the tone. The tone of voice is consistent. The branding is consistent. It's not clutter-free. It's not chaotic. Although they're using it as announcements, you would assume that announcement pages, bulletin boards, you think text, you think messages, because that's what's most important when you're doing announcement is make sure that the message is put across. And although they're using it as a bulletin board, their feed is still very image-focused, image-centric. And the images they picked are picked intentionally. And it's all very clear headshots. This is who you work with. You can see the roster of who they work with immediately you can see the various different people you can see the various different content that they produce but each dif um, different content or each poster will always have a very clear engaging image of a person um clear headshots taken you're always seeing somebody you're looking at their eyes um it's not blurry 
there's very it's, it's very very consistent the branding is very very clear and well thought out and so it makes it inviting and you you feel that it's okay to follow this person because you're only ever going to get the necessary information you're not going to be bombarded with unrelated information or unrelated things it's a very clear account i really like the way they've done it um, so in comparison, let's look at account two, who is also in the same field as account one, similar line of business, similar line of work, do the same thing, same objectives. Account two has their bio in there, um, has a line in their bio, simple one liner, which describes what they do. And they also have a link similar to account one. It's not for community building. It's quite clearly for announcements. And this time it's a lot more obvious than account one. So in account one, we had to go into the copy to see the announcements um, in the captions. And we mainly just saw like the various different images of the different people in their roster and that's how you kind of knew that there's quite a lot of people behind this but at a glance you wouldn't um instantly feel like this is an announcement you'd have to go into like each of the copies and the posts to, to read the message and determine what's being said whereas at with account two at a glance you can tell instantly that these are for announcements the whole feed is text heavy there are a lot of posters there are a lot of heavily designed graphics you can see that everything is an event there's an event that's being announced there's a project that's being announced there's something that's being announced and there's text on top of people's faces when something is text heavy it makes you feel like there's way too much work to do where do i start reading from um especially when you have to open up and expand to even be able to read it properly it puts people's brain in panic mode because it literally says there's so much to do so much to read here i'm just here for a quick quick glance i don't know where to start i don't know what to read first i don't know what i need to read to tell me the information i want there's just a lot going on and so you leave you're like information overload bye so for example to provide more context if i gave you a 3000 word essay on the life of a guy called sam who you know nothing about couldn't care less just met sam today who is sam i don't know and then i told you find out what color trousers sam wore on his fifth birthday you'd most likely walk away especially if there's no gain from you doing so that is what it feels like to see an account that is text heavy text all over the gaff it's like who don't care enough to stop and read this why do I need to go through all of these words to find out one thing? Make it easy for me. Um, so one thing I would actually do is if I needed to get messages, I would keep... Imagine now if we talk about account one. If account one had a text that said announcement, imagine in the middle of all their feed with the, of their grid with the various different people, the various different images, there's one image that says announcement. That image screams important. If I'm looking at them at a glance, I'm my eyes are going to want to... Be, my eyes are going to be attracted to that post that says announcement I'm going to click it and I'm going to read it because I'm like whoa that sticks out even if it doesn't say announcement if in the midst of a sea of various different posts of people there's one post that has a text that is clear to read without being expanded because if you have a text that the font is too small and I have to expand to see what that font says it doesn't catch my attention whereas if you have a, a text with a font that's bold and large enough for me at a glance when I'm looking at your grid to be able to read it and understand it you're going to catch my attention and if that shows up once every i don't know however many odd posts so that your feed doesn't look clustered i would say maybe 12 posts that's going to catch my attention so even if i wanted to do posters and even if i wanted to make an announcements there's ways to do them that won't feel cluster clustered and it and and, and it won't feel chaotic so 
um, basically an unnecessarily text-heavy account is chaotic. When your feed is text-heavy and there's no clear direction, story, or message, it's hard to digest. There are a lot of there's going to be a lot going on in people's brain. They're going to be frazzled. And I personally tap out because I don't really, it doesn't really tell me what I'm supposed to, where I'm supposed to start. And I don't know which text I'm supposed to click first. What's more important than what, where should I go into to understand you? So if you're going to use text for announcements, it should be simple. You should have a mindset of this image is going to go on the grid. The grid is going to look like this overall. Is this going to make my grid clustered? Is this something that's easy to digest? Right, so that's accounts one and two in the um, business fair. Now we're gonna move on to our fashion influencers. <laughs> so fashion influencer one or influencer one is seemingly a fashion influencer. However, I'm not too sure because it's not clear what their journey is, what the goal is. One of the things that I can say about this account though, is that we've got lots of outfit pictures here. So from looking at their account, from looking at the fact there's lots of outfit pictures here, it looks like they're a fashion influencer, but I'm not too sure. There's no clarity. There's no clarity. There's no, um, it's not clear enough. The images are great though. There's a very clear visual aesthetic. I don't have any problems with the quality of the images. It's actually fantastic. Um, really like how HD they are. Looks like it's been taken on a great camera. Good quality, looks edited. Looks like they've thought about their poses. Looks very intentional. Looks like they've been chosen intentionally for the grid in mind. Definitely great images. One of the issues that I do have with this account though is the lack of clarity around the objective. I'm not sure what's unique about this account. What is their USP? I don't know what's special about them compared to anybody else. There's always um, something about influencers that you follow that attract the eye. So influencers by name should influence. I'm not sure what this person is influencing. I'm not sure. Again, it's not obviously fashion they have outfit posts but i don't know if this is fashion i don't know if this is lifestyle i don't know if this is street style there's no consistency to tell me what they're doing um this it, it kind of feels lacking this account is lacking although the pictures are nice and they're hd and the, and the quality is fantastic and i can see that there's been care and attention made um, it's not visually engaging and holistic enough as a grid that when I look at everything I, as a grid, I don't see one style. It's just a lot. I see one style here, another style there, another different style here. There's no, it's not fluid. I'm not understanding um, what category of fashion this falls under. It's not clear to me, right? I don't understand if this is their personal taste or if it's their... Um, which will obviously it will be their personal taste, but again, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, how can I put this in a way that makes sense? It's not clear what the purpose of this account is. Are you trying to influence my style? Are you trying to display your style and be like, this is how I dress and I want to share it with you? Are you trying to showcase new ways of wearing this or your different ways? of wearing something? Are you trying to show me hauls, how to repurpose looks? Are you trying to show me balling on a budget? Are you trying to show me lockdown comfort? Are you trying to show me home go um, homebody style? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand what you're trying to show me and I don't understand um, 
what you're doing, as in what you're influencing. It's, there's, it's, I hope fashion influencers can understand me because it's, there's something missing and it's and I can't put my finger on it because I, I, I haven't spoken to this person, so I don't know what their objectives are. I can only fill in based on my assumptions. And there there's, there's not enough information from this account on what you're doing to allow me to fill in that assumption. Um, and that for me is where the problem lies, that your account does not communicate what you're trying to do or what the purpose is, but I know that you're trying to do something. Um, so it's very much doing something and I'm not sure what that thing is supposed to be that you're doing. And that's literally my best way to explain it. However, I think the reason for that is because this person themselves hasn't decided what their branding is. They've not decided what their message is. They've not decided what is they want to, users to perceive or gain from them. They've not really decided what their angle is or what their story is. And because they've not decided what their story is, everything is going in different directions. There's, there's different changes and they're trying things out and they're experimenting. And that definitely comes across. It definitely comes across that the person on the other side has no clarity and they're just doing whatever they want. Um, if they're using it as a personal account, it's different. But the bio clearly says, um, I think it said model or creators. It clearly said something. So it's a creator account. Um, and there's clearly management in the bio. So there's an objective here that you're, this is, this, this screams professional at some level to me. Um, but that's it. So you might not think of influencing as a message being told, but there is. There's a story that you're telling as an influencer. And if you'd like to keep listening to this podcast, you'll need to subscribe at brimerandjohn.com. You'll get access to all full-length episodes of the podcast, including other perks and content, such as access to the Brimer and John community, where you'll find a network of like-minded people working together to build and grow. You'll also get access to webinars, live streams, AMAs and benefit from tailored business advice and insights from industry experts. Join us. <laughs> no, honestly, come join us. It's lit. It's really, really lit. I'm going to keep telling you it's lit till you join. It's lit.